There has been times in my life when I have not trusted God as much as I should. But through everything I've been through, I have found out that he has proven himself to be God in my life. So I know without doubt that I'm safe in his arms. I'm not worried about what tomorrow brings. I'm safe in his arms. I'm safe in his arms. I'm not afraid of what Satan may throw my way I'm safe in his arms I'm safe in his arms Come on and say I'm I'm safe in his arms I'll be confident I'm safe in his arms I'm safe in his arms He is my refuge My fortress, my God I'm safe in his arms I'm safe in his arms I'm safe in his arms He is my refuge Yes, he is Perfectly. If I keep my mind The shadows of the Almighty. Verse 7 goes on to say that 10,000 shall fall at thy right hand, and none of them shall come nigh thee. Verse 11 says, For he shall give angels charge over thee and keep thee all thy way. Woo! 
no need to be afraid because you're home now in, in the safety of his arms. You're hidden safe. My sister, my brother, no need to be afraid. God said, with long life, I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. He is my refuge and my fortress and my God. In him I will trust. Surely he will deliver us from the snare of the power and from the nosing pestilence. He shall cover us with his feathers and in his wings shall we trust. All his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. All my tears, yes sir. Of Jesus. How they say it, my, my, my. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 757 Renaissance Man podcast. I am sitting here with, now hold on, let me get the title straight. International recording artist, stellar award winning, best all around choir director, and I'm going to go ahead and say Fly's haircut for a director. I am sitting here with Mr. Earl Bynum. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, sir, and thank you for having me on your show. Oh, it is an honor, man. It is an honor to have you here. And luck up when you're releasing new music, so that's even more of a bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Releasing new music, so excited about that. Yeah, hey, our timing is always right when you do it in his, in his plan. Come on, sir. You you said that real good. Real good. I've been learning. I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> so, Earl, I, I believe we first met many, many, many moons ago. Um, it was during the Eagle Irie Retreat. I want to say oh, it had to be 90s. I mean, that's all. I'm, I'm going to leave it Some at that. Some people wouldn't even know what that is, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were blessed where we were kids. Um the churches had, you know, men's retreat, women retreat, but we had a youth retreat for yeah. pretty much all of the Baptist churches in the southeastern Virginia area. And we went on top of the mountaintop. Uh, I think it used to be a school. Yeah, yeah. It used to be a school and we'll spend the whole weekend there. And it was it was different. It wasn't like regular church. It's like you put all the church kids together and and uh, you see what happens. And you, I've got met lifelong friends from there. Yeah. And the year yeah. that we met, you were the uh, musical director there. Yeah. I still remember, man, uh, coming up for that. And, uh, man, it was a good time. Yeah. And to see all of those youth from all over the state was just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were, um, we had a little music group. And they did almost like an open mic. And they let us, they were like, do what you want to do. And we was like, you sure? And they was like, yeah, do what you want to do. And we went up there and we rapped and tore it down. <laughs> right, right. There you go. There you go. There you go. Good stuff. But it's always been a, um, it's always been a place where they let you express yourself. And you had the freedom to express yourself and praise without having to look and see if your mama looking. Right. Or Sister right. Johnson behind you about to smack you in the back of the head. <laughs> that 
exactly, exactly, exactly. Yes, sir. And I think that gave us, you know, a a a, a bit of um, encouragement when it came for us to get older and really step out into what we really wanted to do. Wow, wow. Now I I know I've been a couple of times. Who do you remember? Who the pastor was that was over that the youth part? I want to think it was one of the guns. And I was getting ready to say it had to have been uh, John Guns. Uh-huh. I remember. Yeah, and because uh, he's, I remember him actually teaching a song. He he was teaching, but then he taught a song after his teaching mm-hmm. that I actually learned there. I, I mean, he just started singing a cappella, and we learned the song. And uh, God, the only da 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 da. I don't even know. I just remember the tune. I don't uh-huh. That's all I remember. But it was a great song, and I did that song from that point on. I would take it to every church I went to. <laughs> well, now in full circle, um, my daughter went. Well, of course, they didn't have it last year because of COVID. But the year before that, they started having it again, and my daughter went. Wow. Wow. And, um, I got it. I think it's Zion. It's calling me to a higher place of praise. That's what it was. Yeah, it was wow. awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I was stuck after that. I had to go every year until they told me I was too old. <laughs> oh, okay. Got Yes. So how long have you been playing? And tell me the start of Earl Bynum and his wow. musical career. Well, growing up in Franklin, Virginia, man, uh, it's where it all started. And my mom and my dad, they both were in music groups. My dad was in a group called the Gospel Travelers, which was a quartet was pretty much, and they were traveling the country even then with being on shows like with, uh, if people know Quartet, Willie Neal Johnson and the Gospel Kingdoms, Larry Blair and the Volunteers, uh, the Pilgrim Jubilees in Chicago and all of them. And then my mom was in a group called the Sunbeam Singers, which uh, was like the caravans, man. So it was like, pick your choice on the weekend, who on the road, who you want to be with. So uh, I had those choices of so being around music and growing up in the house with music and growing up in a Pentecostal church. They find out you got a little bit of talent. They throw you into whatever it is and they ain't care what you sound like. It right. just let you go. Let and that's you. basically let them right. you, baby. <laughs> that's how I learned, man. And uh, such a great experience. So I'll never forget uh, Pastor Jesse Hanshaw, who actually gave me that opportunity, even at his church. I always say we've been very, everybody knows the 757 Hampton Roads area has been very blessed with musical talent. Yeah. And and gospel music is not to be excluded. Um, there are two names that always come up when we have this discussion. One is Miss Peggy Britt. Wow. Which we say, you know, she is our own personal Shirley Caesar. That's right. And Mr. Earl Bynum. Wow. And we consider you our own personal Kurt Franklin. Well, I'm, wow, that's a big honor, man. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I'm honored, and uh, Peggy Britt is amazing. I call her queen. Yes. Uh, we thank God for her, and uh, man, because I grew up watching her as well. So I'm just uh, honored to be classified as something for some of you all here in this state of the it's like it's really funny we all grew up in in similar circles yeah because i grew up my mom sung in her choir then uh, me and her son boo became friends from that 
Wow. And then, you know, we all grew up with the Guns family and yeah. the Rousins. And, yeah. yeah. And it's a big old circle. And we all still connected. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. Wow. And it's been many times I've had to sleep in them pews. Because <laughs> <laughs> there is no ending time for church, man. Oh, Whatever. Wow. Homework in the pews, <laughs> everything in the pews except for dinner. They at least they let us go to the multi-purpose room for dinner. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. That's a good, a good thing. You wake up in the morning with the, with, I mean, they eating with the pew stuck on the side. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. So, so, how did your local um experience prepare you for being on the international stage? Wow, it uh, actually did really prepare me, man. Um. Like I said, growing up, I give it up to my mom and dad, Earl Bynum Sr. and Geneva Bynum for all that they did because they would drive me around to wherever I had to go. Mm. I mean, for years, man. And uh, then being in high school, I went to Franklin High School and being there, started a high school gospel choir in the eighth grade, actually. Okay. So being in the eighth grade, started gospel choir. The choir grew so big that by the 10th, my 10th grade year, sophomore year, they told us we were too big for the school to handle us. So we became a community choir and rehearsed at my mom's house. Wow. And uh, we continued and we traveled to 757. We even as high school students did an East Coast tour from Virginia to Maryland, from Maryland to Delaware, from Delaware to Jersey, to New York, to Connecticut and back. And it was amazing. So those experiences, man, taught me um, how to step into the next arena. Because even back then, Peggy Britt and the Philharmonics, and then Amos Davis and Angela Corliers were having anniversaries, and they were inviting my high school group to their anniversary. Mm -hmm. So it was crazy even then. So, God, that's been many years ago, man. So all of that and being around those greats helped me to step into great. Yeah. What is your favorite... Um, so I know over your years you've collaborated with uh, quite a few artists. What is your favorite collaboration so far? Man, believe it or not, I like when, and, and we haven't recorded anything, but we have done some things on stage together a lot. Collaborating, matter of fact, uh, we do the Hampton Ministers Conference, which is the largest East Coast conference for ministers all over the country. Mm -hmm. Peggy Britt and I, we just bond so good on stage together. So I enjoy singing with her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I vote for that record. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so who's going to do the writing, you or her? Both. 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 And then we got so many other writers like Cedric Rousen. Yes. I mean, He's a great writer. Asan Bynum, he's a great writer. Actually, my son, he's a great writer. Uh, and uh, then there's so many others, so we will use them all. So I say we just put together a Hampton Roads project. <laughs> Look, we're actually, Peggy and I have been talking, and hopefully uh, you all will see some soon coming from her, at least, uh, possibly even through my label. So we'll talk. We'll talk. What kind of advice would you give to a young up-and-coming artist that finds Earl Bynum and gives Earl Bynum? I guess we don't have tapes anymore, but uh, what do we give out now? Jump drives, thumb drives? 
MP3s. MP3s. When, nah. a, when a young gospel artist or a young artist, period, comes to you and asks you, you know, what should I do to take the next step in my career? What advice would you give them? I think the first thing is to figure out who you are. Because there's so many artists trying to be like this one or that one. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with looking up to artists and figuring out you know, your sound, but figure out your sound. Don't become them because it's a sad day when you try to become someone and you end up on the same stage with them and they show up, then who do you become? Mm -hmm. So I think the first thing is finding out who you are, even to watching those artists. I watched several artists growing up from Thomas Whitfield to Andre Crouch to, to the Hawkins, uh, so many, man, uh, but created a sound around them to come up with my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Andre Crouch is one of my favorites. Yeah. Gee. I got to see him in Norfolk. I got to see him at um, Faith Deliverance Christian Center. Wow. Yeah, he did come. That's right. His sister Sandra as well. And what people don't know, Andre, man, has written for so many movies and mm -hmm. sitcoms and I just... Uh, stuff we see on TV all the time man, and people don't know that. They just know that gospel side, but that, he is a creative genius. From what I heard, Bishop Amos used to play drums for them. Bishop Amos also used to play drums for Shirley Season. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, she's alright. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me ask you this. Um, where I know that you do a lot of international touring, what would be your favorite place to tour outside of the United States? My favorite place is Italy. Mm -hmm. I absolutely positively love Italy. Uh, in Northern Italy, there's a city called Ravico, Italy. I love going there. That's the home base of where um, the international booking agency is that I'm connected with. And uh, I, I actually love it. I love it. What is your experience being a... a a young black African-American male in Europe. And it's been tremendously amazing um, to be over there. And, and people, you know, say it all the time, people who go with me or people who go over there find out, man, you know, to be walking down the street and you see your poster actually up and you're like, wow, that's really me. And, you know, and, and so I have posters that's up doing my tours over there that the companies and, and people have put up. So it's crazy. And and you're at a concert or I'm in a store and they'll come up to you with the post and say, can you sign it? You know, and, you know, because some people may not know, I've had 22 world tours. So it's like, it's it's a lot. I've, I've been going since 1989. Wow. Yeah. So how did COVID affect your whole touring and what kind of adjustments did you have to make? Um, actually, I usually go during December, so I didn't go in 2020. Mm -hmm. I'm considering not going in 2021. I'll wait to 2022 if we're going to do anything. Awesome. Uh, so it is what it is, man. And you just have to learn to um, re, re, readjust mm -hmm. with the system because there's nothing we can do about it. Uh, so all we have to do or can do is just to readjust, you know, where we are and, and keep moving. I'm going to give the people another sample of some of your music. 
Uh, we're gonna play "Safe in His Arms." Okay. Let me get your your commentary on "Safe in His Arms." Now, "Safe in His Arms," uh, great song. Now, that song you played in the beginning, "Safe in His Arms." You gonna play that one? Uh, hold on. That was the first one you played. Let me look. It open. Yes, because I have two songs I want to play. So you might be talking about this song is for you, but now. I tell you what, how about I play it and then we talk about it after? Okay, that'll work. Here we go. I want you to know that this song right here is for you. I just wanted to do something for you that was different, that was totally to you. So God, I thank you for everything you've done. And so right now, this song right here is for you. Tell you how much I love you. This song is for you. Tell you that you mean the world to me This song is for you Because you turned my life around I was thinking about how much you mean to me So I wrote a song This song is for you You Every time you made me smile when I was frowning For every time you held me close when I was downing For every time you wiped my tears when I was crying For every time I spent with you and I walked away smiling For every time I needed you and you were always there Every time that I needed you, you always proved to me you can. Oh, to tell you how much I love you. This song is for you. To tell you that you mean the world to me. This song is for you. Because you turned my life around. I was thinking about how much you mean to me. So I wrote a song. This song is for you. And you forgave me For every time I cried out for you and, and you saved me For every time, every time I didn't do all that I could For all those times you loved me like a real love should Every time that I needed you, you were always there Every time that I needed you, you always true You turned my life around. I was thinking about how much you mean to me, so I wrote a song. This song is for you. I want to thank you. I want to thank you. I want to thank you. I want to 
thank you. I wanna thank you. Cause it could have been me. I'll do it. No fool. No fool. Could have been left alone. Been just another number. I wanna thank you. song is for you by Earl Bynum. So I'm catching Al Green vibes off of that. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. That's what it is. Some I hear Al you. Al Green with some collard greens. And... Yeah, it's that kind of vibe. It's that kind of vibe. You know, you're riding in the country. If you got, uh, you know, you can throw your top back if you got one of those cars like that. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I definitely like that. What's the inspiration for that song? Well, actually, you know, when I was getting ready to do this record, uh, I was looking for music, and uh, there were a couple of writers that uh, sent me something from Indiana. We had connected, and uh, they sent me some songs. So this song was written by George Tyler and Kendall Wyatt. Kendall Wyatt is the brother to Kiki Wyatt, if okay. you know Kiki Wyatt, and he writes most of her music. So... Uh, you know, he sent me some stuff, and uh, we did it, and they produced the music tracks for these songs, for especially this one. When I first heard it, I had to listen to it twice. Okay, okay. Because it was, uh, I'm not going to say, I don't want to say I didn't expect it, but it was a surprise sound coming from you. Yeah, because most people know me, Earl Bynum, the choir director, you know, choir music, and uh, that's what they expect. But I wanted to do something different that didn't involve a choir, but it was new. Mm -hmm. And uh, so try somewhat to step outside of what the norm was for people would see. Yeah, well, you definitely did that. You definitely did Thank that. You. Thank you. So are there any more songs like that going to be on the album? Well, for this new record, I don't know what's coming, man. I'm just, you know, with COVID, with everything, you're in another place, and uh, all of us should grow from wherever we were. And uh, I, I think there's going to be another freshness coming. Uh, um, so I, I got some stuff in my heart, and I'm just waiting to uh, go in the studio and put them down and, and get with the right producer so we can make this stuff happen. So uh, something is coming. Let me just say that. Something is coming. Do you feel that because of COVID, you can take your time a little bit more and concentrate on the selection? I don't know if taking your time is, is, is the thing. I do believe that exploring uh, what you can do better okay. because I think COVID has allowed us to uh, look at ourselves because there were things that we probably didn't think we could do that we can now do because COVID allowed us uh, to to explore other areas of our life. I mean, I know I have friends who they never wrote a book, but during COVID they wrote a book. Right. right. So you know, it's just uh, you know we we've explored and and uh, so I wouldn't say 
not to slow down, but I think you need to pace yourself in a place and put yourself in a place that if we ever come out of this, you will be ready to run. Okay. All right. I want to talk to you about your ministry at the Mount. I absolutely love the Mount. Uh, for those who don't know, it's Mount Lebanon Missionary Baptist Church, affectionately known as the Mount. We are one church, uh, eight campuses, eight locations, and a virtual church, so that gives us nine. Uh, we have the Mount Chesapeake, which I am at, which is the headquarters, the Mount Chesapeake, the Mount Portsmouth, the Mount Western Branch, the Mount Virginia Beach, the Mount Elizabeth City, the Mount Charlotte, the Mount Peninsula, which is in the Hampton Newport News area, uh, the Mount Suffolk, and then the virtual. And uh, so uh, Bishop Kim Walter Brown is the prelate, the bishop overall, and Elder Valerie Brown is his wife. And they have done a phenomenal job in leading, guiding, and directing us. Uh, so I just absolutely love it here. I've been here uh, 12 years and uh, as executive director of music, worship, and arts. And uh, I'm glad to do this interview with you because during COVID, we put together a collective of singers called the Mount Collective. And so I want all of your people to go check out the Mount Collective that has new music out right now. Just go to any musical platform and put the Mount Collective and you'll hear a song they have called Glory to the King. And there's a video for it as well. Awesome. We're going to definitely, definitely got to get them there. Yeah. So how did you get recruited for the Mount? Well, I was at a church, a wonderful church, uh, called Pleasant Grove Baptist Church in Virginia Beach. At that time, Bishop Bell Scott was the pastor, and uh, I had been there 10 years. And Chris Booker, which was the drummer at the Mount, hit me up, uh, text me, and he was like, yo, Earl, we're looking for this community, you should come over here, mm -hmm. you know, or consider it. And uh, I really wasn't looking to leave. And um, so, you know, I thought about it, but I was like, yo, man, I'm cool. Then Iris Nance, who was actually my insurance agent, she hit me up because she's here also at the Mount. And uh, then another gentleman, and they took me to lunch and talked to me. And they was like, I think you'll be good for the Mount, and the Mount will be good. So at that point, I think God kind of set me up because, you know, you had to have a resume and all of that at the churches. Most churches I played in, you didn't need your resume. You shake the pastor hand and you got a job. Right. <laughs> so, but you needed a resume. I said, well, I ain't got no resume. And it just so happened, the man that was at lunch with us, who was a trustee at that time, he said, well, I own a resume writing company. Give me all your stuff and I'm going to do it. So I think God sent me. Yeah. And uh, he the old folks say he fixed it. He fixed it. So put in the application literally five minutes the last day of the closing date. Wow. And I was one of 300 applicants. And I heard, uh, you know, they went through them. And uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Dr. Sam Chan, which is major across the world. Um, and so uh, Bishop talked to him, and, and then I understood my way through him, um, Darwin Hobbs. If you know Darwin Hobbs, he gave me a great recommendation for the Mount, and I ended up at the Mount. But little does people know, as a little boy growing up in Franklin, I probably, I don't know how old I was, but I used to play. Bishop Brown's father, Pastor John Brown, at Shallow Baptist Church. Okay. So, so this was meant to happen. Yeah. 
And I've always said, if it's if it's God's way, you don't have to try too hard. Yeah. yeah when you yeah. find yourself struggling and being frustrated and going, you know, bending your back, breaking your back, trying to do it, you're working too hard. It's not the way. It's not his oh, way. Though. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So that's are we good. looking for any other recordings coming from the Mount and the Mount Choir? Yes. Yes. We we got a record that we're waiting to give you guys. So all I can say is get ready because it's fire. And I ain't saying it just because I'm a part of it. It's fire. Um, I, let me just say this. There is a song with the one and only, the phenomenal voice of Kim Burrell on it that mm. you all love. <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. What was it like um, going to the hoodies? Man, the hoodie awards, it was amazing uh, for us to even be nominated in the city. And I thank God for Teresa Brown. I got to give it up to Teresa Brown at 95.7, who actually, I mean, supported us for that um, when we were nominated. And uh, so thank you to Teresa Brown. and. And we went then, and surprisingly, we won. That was like, what? So we won Best Church Choir at the Steve Harvey Hoodie Awards, which they ended up calling the Neighborhood Awards. And even after that, we got nominated two more years in a row after that. And uh, so just to be considered, and even Bishop got nominated as our Pastor of the Year. And uh, so, and, and then our church got nominated as Church of the Year. So. It was, it was amazing, man, just to be in there and to be in a nomination with churches and choirs from all over the U.S. It was amazing. So was there, was it, all right, so what's the difference between winning the Hoodie Award and winning the Stella Award? I don't know, man. It's like apples and oranges, I guess, you know, because the Stella Awards, most of your, if you're in gospel music, you know about that. Mm -hmm. But the Hoodie Awards, you ain't got to be gospel. You can be in gospel, R&B, funk, it don't matter. You know about Steve Harvey. <laughs> so that's the difference. But uh, both of them are great honors uh, in their own perspective. So I'm just honored that we were able uh, like I said, to be nominated, but not only nominated for both, but come out with a win in both of them. Yes, yeah. What was your, what was the whole process? What do they have to sell awards? Uh, it, it varies. Okay. Uh, it has been in Las Vegas, Nevada for a while. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've been to them and they were in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I've also gone, I know they were in Chicago before, but uh, Las Vegas has been where they've been having them for a while. Okay. So we prophesying the next one is going to be a Grammy. I received it. <laughs> I received it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. And we're going to say it happened right here. I received it. Exactly. All right. <laughs> so I have a treat. Um, I do have your virtual choir video. Oh, wow. And I want to play some of that. Okay. Before we play it, um, and I'll probably lead us out, I want you to tell the people how they can get in touch with you, how they can get your music, the music from the mount, um, okay. how to reach the mount, uh, anything you need, any projects you got coming up, anything you want to plug, the floor okay. is yours, sir. Well, I definitely want to plug 
uh, L. Ray Entertainment. That's L-R-A-E Entertainment, which is Earl spelt backwards. I got that from uh, from Oprah. Hoppo, Oprah, Oprah. Okay. So on there is, I have my own label. That's my own entertainment company. And I want you to go and look up Asan, A-S-A-U-N, Bynum, B-Y-N-U-M. That's my son. He has a song out right now. Hold on. I know that. Okay. I know that name. You know? Okay. So that's my son. So he's on my label and he has a song called Heart Cry. So uh, he wrote that out of his heart. And uh, so we put that out. And he have two other projects out, but that one is what we're focusing on now. And we got a video coming for that as well. So look that up. Also, I need y'all to go to my YouTube page. It's Earl Bynum. Go like the page, follow the page. I got a new video to Safe in His Arms, which is the song you just played that just was released a couple of weeks ago. So go and watch that video. Subscribe to Earl Bynum YouTube page. And you can follow me, go to www.earlbinermusic.com. And on Instagram, it's Earl Bynum. On Twitter, Earl Bynum. Facebook, go like the Facebook artist page, Earl Bynum Music. And anything you need to ask me, you can inbox me, follow me, and you can get that same information from the mount. If you want to watch the mount, we're on every weekend, every Sunday, 8 and 10, at www.amountleads.org. We're going to have to have your son up next. Love it. When when this is over, we're going to book him next. That'll work. Yes, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Sean. This has been my conversation with Mr. Earl Bynum. We're going to leave you out with Earl and the members of the Mount Choir. For the Bible says, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, all ye people. Praise the Lord. I want to encourage you, but I don't want to do it by myself. So I brought along some of my friends. Come on, come on. Oh, praise him, praise him. Come on, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. 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 The Lord. Praise 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 the Lord. So great. And the truth of
worship him in spirit and in truth. Oh my God, we want to encourage you and let you know that with our whole heart, Praise the 